Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ren Presents the Vegan. Uh, today, I'm joined here by my coach and the head professor of Logic BJJ in Arcadia. Say hello, Lucas. Hi, everyone. Lucas Hochas has actually earned multiple accolades in his world of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, he's come, or he came here when you were age of 19, I believe? 19, yes. 19, beautiful. Um, how do you feel about moving to California? What was it that kind of drew you towards California? That's great, though. But first of all, thank you, Ricky, for the, the opportunity to be here with you guys. And uh, yeah, well, getting back to the, the question, it was easy, though. I I had the chance to compete here in uh, 2017 mm -hmm. uh, at Worlds, and then I just fell in love with the place. So two years later, I had the chance to move. I was invited to come and teach. And yeah, just accepted and wasn't that that hard honestly what were some of the emotions that you were like facing when you um, were about to come over from brazil uh i'm i was and i'm still very attached to my parents mm -hmm. and friends so that was the hard part being away from them and being like in a in a place where completely foreign you're yeah. not too sure what's happening exactly yeah as much as i like the place i mean i had no friendship or you know was, everything was very new and things are different now because I look at all the people that you can call friends, you know, it like, is, yeah. I'm not there yet. I do want to be your friend one day, but we have to go to that. You yeah, are. thank you, Professor. professor. I appreciate yeah. that. No. <laughs> no, honestly, it is, like you said, it's, it's very different. Now I feel that I'm much more into my life here than back in Brazil. Mm -hmm. uh, I do have much more friends here and I, yeah, things that had, had changed completely. It's honestly the opposite. When I go out there and enjoy my family and all, but the friends that I used to have, most of them, they moved and mm -hmm. I don't even see them at, as much. So so it's kind of like your extended family is over here now. It is, that's for sure. Yeah, because yeah. I see some of the stuff that you post on Instagram and a lot of it has to do with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, uh, some of your pastimes too. Um, do you enjoy traveling? I do. Mm. I do. Do you happen to have like a, a place that you visited that you would want to go back to indefinitely? Yeah, too. Uh, I want to say uh, Japan mm. and Hawaii. Ooh, Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii is beautiful. It oh is, my uh, gosh. Yeah. I, I went there twice uh, recently just to go there with family and friends. Uh -huh. And it's two different environments because when you're out there, it's literally paradise. It is. You know? And um, as far as like um, your hometown goes, um, so you grew up in Hesifi? Hesifi. Hesifi. Right. And how about the, the city's name, Piedaji? Piedaji. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure I didn't butcher it. I actually spent time last night Googling it, making sure. You got it. You nailed Appreciate it. You. <laughs> 100%. Uh, uh, what's great, though? I mean, out there, you can see the difference between, I mean, the rich and the poor. It's, mm -hmm. it's, you can clearly see it much more than here. Even though here we do have it, out there, yeah, it's, yeah, so I grew up seeing all of that and was honestly, I mean, a, a good way to appreciate things in life and learn that on the same time that you can have stuff, there's people that they don't. And yeah, I think that's how I kind of. It's, it's kind of crazy, too, because you think about it. You came from Brazil. You were able to make a name for yourself doing something that you truly love doing. And you're making a living here now with people that care about you and people that you care about. It's kind of like the dream come true. If you think about it, when you were like 17, 18, this is a dream come true. Completely. Yeah. And like now we're looking for more because we have what we have now. Mm -hmm. So just like, I guess, going into the next um, little bit of it is, what's something that you want to aspire or something you aspire to achieve in the next five years or so? 
pretty loaded question, huh? <laughs> That's a lot. Because <laughs> I know you got the uh, Daruma tattoo. Uh -huh. And for the people that don't know what a Daruma is, I believe it's a Japanese mythological figure. It is. Um, be it red, black, um, white. And can you describe a little bit more about the Daruma tattoo that you have? Uh, isn't it supposed to be a secret or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're not supposed to tell the Am secret, okay. but the tattoo idea itself is like you get the Daruma tattoo. Yes. And you have one um, eyeball that's uh -huh. white. And then you make like a promise to yourself that in X amount of time, uh -huh. you're going to achieve this dream. Uh -huh. And I just thought that was a beautiful idea. It, is, it, <laughs> it is, really it is. is. Yeah. You know, so when it comes to tattoos, it's, I see that you're, you have a lot of tattoos. I mean, do you prefer uh, tattoos that have more meanings or are you more um, based on the look of it? What's your uh, preference? No, the meanings for sure. Meaning. Yeah, yeah, me too, personally. Yeah, because yeah, I, I talked to David about that last time. He's like, oh, I want it to look badass. And I'm like, oh, uh -huh. me too, though. <laughs> <laughs> but mainly it's the, the, the meaning. Behind it, yeah, that's for sure. All my tattoos has something, something that, uh, yeah, that I. Would you be okay with uh, talking about one of them? Yeah. You... Uh, well, I got an ego, American ego, and mm -hmm. was basic, basic because I, I became an American citizen oh, early 2020. So yes, yes. <laughs> before the pandemic. So mm -hmm. yeah, that was something that I always wanted to do. I always liked the ego, but then I wanted to, to get it after becoming an American citizen. Mm -hmm. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I got my grandma's signature because she's our artist. She paints and all. Oh, really? Yeah. I kind of want to see more of her. Do you have any of her stuff to show me in the future? I'm just kind of curious now because you talk about art and stuff, and I really want to see because it's uh -huh. your grandma. Yeah. You know? It means so much I more. I have it. I have, I want to say, four or five paint at my place. Mm, can you show me Thank photos next time when you, sure. when you have some time, please? You got I it. appreciate that. Sure, yeah. I do appreciate art as well. So Nice. I mean, um, as far as art goes, so I really wanted to ask this too, um, mainly because jujitsu does take out a good amount of your time, maybe like Monday through Friday, is it? Yes. What do you enjoy doing like in your off time? Do you like surfing or longboarding or visiting museums? What do you enjoy doing? I like to either create stuff for the mm. gym or plan. That's what I pretty much do on the weekends. Or watch uh, watch videos like a like a wristwatch. What's your I mean? What's your preference when you talk about watches? Uh, pretty much the history behind it. Mm. Uh, so yeah, so I, I like to watch it and I kill time with that and I try to go like deep into the details and the history behind it because nowadays watches are just watches, but back in the days watches were kind of tools. So they had like a, they have a really, a different like meaning or use to them. Cause exactly, I know they talk yeah. about like the Submariner. Is that a watch? I'm not too sure it myself. Is, yes, you got it. Do you happen to know any information about the Submariner or like anything like that? Yes, sir. Uh, so the Submariner is a very important watch in the watch game, let's say. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause it was the first, not the first, uh, waterproof watch, mm -hmm. but was the one that really put a kind of the name out there and. So yeah, like and, the trendsetter for for the brand, right? Yes. So it was a very kind of a tool, important tool watch for the divers uh, mm. in the mid of the 1960s. I think the watch was released in 1953, to be exactly. Uh, but the in the mid of the 60, 60s, uh, that's where the people were like really diving and all. So the the Rolex uh, Submariner, like you mm -hmm. said, was a very important tool, and they really use it and all and. Because for the, the Submariner, does it also have like the gauge that tells you the depth as exactly, well? Because yeah. that's, that's insane Not to me. Not the depth, me. but the, the, the time that you're uh, underwater. underwater yeah. Oh, that's nuts. So that's was, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, nowadays, they have like computers, right? Mm -hmm. uh, giving you all the details. But back in the days, everything was like time lapping by 
by the time you, you, you had spent under the water. I had no idea. I actually find that really intriguing because this is what has been around for so long. And yeah. I see that you're wearing a really nice watch right now. Would you be able to talk about this one a little bit more? That's a GMT Master. It's a Rolex oh as well. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. It is sharp. Uh -huh. uh, so, yeah, that's another watch that has that was made for the pilots. So, it allows you to track two time zones. Mm -hmm. And I think it was released on 54, 1954. And yeah, the same thing was maybe one of the first uh, of its kind yeah. to be released to the public that exactly, yeah. was different, that people weren't used to or they haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. Yes. Did so I started into it, yeah. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> before, like I saw watches as more like things that you collect for looks or just like to show off. Uh -huh. But to know that there's so much that goes into it, like the history, yeah. the reason why it was released, it adds that level of depth that makes it even more interesting. Yeah. And I had no interest before, but now uh -huh. I'm, I'm actually going to read up a little more when I uh -huh. find some time. <laughs> it, it is cool. It is fun. And yeah. I think that's why people are now getting more educated about that, mm -hmm. about them. And they, they were having much more collectors down out there mm -hmm. than before because people now are getting into the history and knowing what it means and all and what it was made for. And yeah, it's, and at the same time, I mean, it's like a luxury item. So. It's kind of like what people look for. Because I, I know, like, for me personally, I don't really care too much about luxury items. Mm -hmm. But I know in my lifetime, I want to own one nice watch. And maybe mm -hmm. we'll be able to talk about that uh -huh. in the future. Something that's, right like, on. you know, maybe very, like, oh, yeah. history-oriented. Because that, 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 you sold it to me. Uh -huh. oh, I, I really nice. want one now. But. Nice, nice. You'll get <laughs> Thank it. You for that's that. for sure, yeah. Um, so if you're okay with it, we're going to segue a little bit more into um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned it because earlier I had mentioned to you how warm and welcoming the environment here at logic bjj is mm -hmm. and some places don't do that but for you you were able to like cultivate this community mm -hmm. that's warm welcoming that doesn't make you feel like you're left out or mm -hmm. you're not as good as someone else mm -hmm. i mean how long or what did you do exactly to kind of like cultivate that is it more like your character or the people would you be able to describe a little more probably that i think i i mean the way i see it's like because i I really care, you know, like I really care about people and I really, I really believe in what Jiu-Jitsu can do in people's life. So, yeah, that's what I, I just kind of welcome everyone in a, in a very positive way because I, I truly want them to, to learn and, and, and get the benefits of Jiu-Jitsu, you know what I mean? Isn't it just like part of like, uh, making money or no? And like, you know what I mean? I treat people, special because we're all special right we're all different unique and exactly. you can pick up on that exactly yeah, yeah. when you're teaching classes like there's times like you're showing technique uh -huh. and i love how in-depth and how much you explain the technique and especially mm -hmm. if they have questions you'll answer the questions mm -hmm. but there's times when you're teaching and you're like wink at someone i'm like oh that's that's uh -huh. i love that that's so cute <laughs> and it's it's amazing you know to be able to do that uh -huh. so thank you for that so yeah that that's like if there were there's an answer i think that would be that like uh I do care a lot about jujitsu, you know, mm -hmm. like, and I do believe that it can really make a big impact in people's life. And, and yeah, I just try to make it a, like in a, in a very positive way. Mm -hmm. It actually has improved my quality of life. You know, yeah, like yeah. coming here to spend time with you guys, mm -hmm. we're learning technique, we're sweating together, we're like learning together. And sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes you hurt yourself or things may not go the best mm -hmm. or the right way. Mm -hmm. But we're always there to support one another, for sure. you know, and maybe that's a part of it, too. Like the fact that a lot of people out here feel like they're alone. 
Mm-hmm. You know, doing their life or going through their life, working and going home, cooking food by themselves. Mm-hmm. But when you come here, you know it's going to be a good time. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a beautiful sure. thing. Awesome! Thank yeah. you, thank you. Of course. Now, um, honestly, oh, one more time. I just said happy to hear that, though. It's special. <laughs> Let's see. Now, um, the next thing that I kind of wanted to talk about is you've seen a lot of people come in and out of your gym in your lifetime. Is there anything that you see in people when you kind of know that they're gonna stick around for a long time? Because sometimes people will train for maybe like two, three months and then leave mm-hmm. and never be heard from again. Is there any qualities in a person that you see that lets you think, oh, like this guy's gonna stick around? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I do put a lot of my energy into the gym and I do care, I do care about everyone equally. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It doesn't matter if you're, if you're gonna, if you're super talented, and you have the chance to be a big champion or or not it doesn't really matter so if you walk in thinking that you're gonna have the the attention that you like you have you're like a special person or a superhero or um it, it most likely you won't really stay for too long mm-hmm. you know because i do I, I won't treat you differently than anyone else i treat everyone equally uh, from the black belt to the white belt. Uh, yeah, so pretty much that, I think. Okay. Like, yeah, because I have seen people walking in and they're like, oh, I'm going to be a champ and this and that. And, mm-hmm. I, and, I, and I like that, you know. I won many tournaments and I, I love competing and I do support all my students that, who wants to compete. However, how can I say? Yeah, I mean, I think people are, we're all the same. So isn't it because you're like smarter or isn't because you're, you look nicer mm-hmm. or isn't because you have the potential to win a medal or that I got to treat you differently. Do you think it's maybe the dedication that they put in? Does that play like a, an important role in someone's like time here? Uh, yeah, some people are like, they learn faster, mm-hmm. you know, so they naturally learn, they, they, they learn quicker. Okay. And plus that, the timing as well. Mm-hmm. But like I said, by the end of the day, I just try to treat everyone just as the same. Yeah. And if you're okay with that, if you're not that selfish, then you will be cool. Then you, you're going to achieve your goals mm-hmm. here. That's for sure. But if you, if you do need that attention, that that's validation special, from someone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Then most likely you won't really get it. Mm. That's very fair and honest. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be too honest, yeah. but that's, that's, <laughs> that's true though. Because who comes into a, who comes into a gym? Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, yeah. Who comes into a gym expecting validation from someone? Like you haven't earned anything yet. You're a white belt. Come in, make your time, or earn your time, and spend time on the mats, and then maybe we can talk about that. But if for some people they come in looking for validation, yeah. Oh. And. I'm sad to say that, but that, that I have seen people doing that. Mm. Okay, <laughs> well, we'll move on because I don't want to yeah, bring you down. Yeah, but no, <laughs> <laughs> it was nice seeing that very honest uh, side of you, you know, because we don't really get to see this often. You know, like when we meet, it's always smiles and like winks and like very good energy. Uh-huh. But just seeing like the other layers of you, it's truly a blessing. So thank uh-huh. you for your time. No, sincerely. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, they, I mean, and the energy is always the same, like you said, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm always positive on the mats and all and but yeah, for those people they they walk in those are the ones that you like you said they last two three months and they, they just disappear mm-hmm. it's because they don't don't get that much that, that special attention and they just just leave mm-hmm. which is okay i understand i can make everyone happy i try it and you really do i fail <laughs> many really times, <laughs> and times i keep yeah. trying but i know that by the end of the day i i mean i 
can. I can please. You've done the best that you can. Yeah, that's, that's what people can. Yeah. That's all we can ever ask of you that you try your best. That's for you know? sure. Yeah. Yeah. So so long as you're trying your best, then I'm happy. <laughs> we're happy together. You know. I know. All right. Yeah. So um, moving on to the next thing, I I wanted to ask: Do you follow anything in regards to spirituality? Be it maybe like a school of thought. Religion, and if you're not comfortable answering, we don't have to. I just want to ask questions to see and learn more about you, so that you know the world out there can see how great of a person you are. Nah. <laughs> uh, well, I I I grew up going to uh, Cal Cat Catholic school. Catholic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not school, but Catholic church, mm -hmm. and then uh, and all my family's Catholic, even though here I don't don't go as much to church anymore. Uh, but I do have, uh, I want to say, a big connection with God. And it was a big part of your life growing up. You think about, you know, Catholicism, you think about family, maybe? It is, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I grew up like that. And the way I see, honestly, is, uh, I mean, you don't have to pray every day. You don't have to go to church every 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 week or every mm -hmm. Sunday. You know what I mean? I don't think you, that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be forced to do all of that. But as long as you really care, truly care about people, and you truly care about people that is around you and your family. And I think that's already God's will. Will. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see that. myself, honestly, thank God, mm -hmm. as like a tool. You know what I mean? I luckily had the chance to to change a few people's life in a better way. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that, that I, I honestly just felt like that, you know, every time we were getting this good news that something very positive happened in someone's life. You're happy for them. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy for them. And I feel that uh, it's not it's not just me, you know what I mean? I, I don't think I have the power to do that. I think there's something way above and beyond me that truly blasts this person mm -hmm. through me, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's how I feel sometimes, like as a, as a tool. Uh, so that's yeah, that's something that I don't I don't talk as much. Yeah, it's uh, nice to hear, you know, because like you may not visit church now, like you mentioned, uh, but all of those ideas, the good things that Catholicism taught you, are still instilled in your character. The mm -hmm. fact that the fact that you treat people with respect, mm -hmm. that you treat people, everyone equally, because you want them to treat you the way that you treat them. That's what sure. I feel personally, yeah. you know. And it's not something you have to follow all the time because you have a. A child, you have a gym, you have friends, mm -hmm. you have so much on your plate. Who has time to go to the church all the time? Mm -hmm. But so long as you're able to like be a good Christian, mm -hmm. and I think the message is perfectly clear, perfectly clear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, nothing wrong about going to church. I like it. I enjoy it. You know, it's just like you said. I'm so busy and all, and mm -hmm. and I just focus more on being like much more positive mm -hmm. every day than you know the day before. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can kind of tell because there was one time we had a conversation sitting right here. And I had mentioned a few things that I guess we didn't need to talk about. And I saw your mood kind of shift a little bit. And I was like, oh, maybe we should stop talking about this. Because <laughs> I don't want to bring you down in any way. Uh -huh. I want to make sure that you or I uplift you the same way that you uplift everyone you uh -huh. see on a daily basis. Thank you. Know? you. Yeah, so thank but, you. but I'm okay, though. I mean, problems, we, we all have it and we always will. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes us better. So, I mean, I, I got no, no problem talking about anything negative or positive. <laughs> yeah, it's just like however you like preface it like whenever we talk about things you always end it with like this very genuine smile and it's like a killer smile you have a very nice smile professor i gotta thank be honest you. with you thank you okay. <laughs> all right so um let's see uh this one we had talked about prior to the podcast and i just wanted to i guess ask and see how you feel about it um because i've actually come to your classes a few times 
after taking a microdose of mushrooms, mm -hmm. um, psilocybin mushrooms. And I mention it because I wanted to see how you feel about it, um, mainly because when I take the, the microdose, mm -hmm. which is less than zero or like, I can't remember the exact number, but like half a gram, maybe less than half a gram, mm -hmm. I find myself extremely focused. I find myself with this immense drive to not just compete, but to learn more and to mm -hmm. do more. And it's like the world is brighter. And <laughs> it really is. Like the colors are brighter. Like it's just like everything's happy and hype. Uh -huh. And I wanted to see like, how do you feel about um, some of the psychedelics out there? And if they were to ever become legalized, would mm -hmm. you consider trying it? Good question though. Uh, I'm not really familiar and mm. I don't really know much about it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, maybe, I guess. Or, yeah. Okay. Well, we can always talk about that more in the future. I only mention it because mm. a lot of people, I guess maybe because they want to do things they're not supposed to do. You know, mm -hmm. like the fact that it's uh -huh. illegal makes you want to do it uh -huh. even more. I see. You know, but it's just like the health benefits and like what you can take out of it without having to feel the negative side effects of like tripping and mm -hmm. seeing like illusions and things. So that's what scares people away. I see. Yeah. Yeah, but I have I have heard of people that like they 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 work like in big companies and all, and they they take micro doses doses like you like you mentioned, mm -hmm. and turn out to be positive. But like I said, I don't really know much of it. Uh, and for the ones that kind of don't like it and I mean, or, or do like it, I, I don't judge it. I have no, I have no clue. Like you're saying, like in the future, we never know if it's going to be legal or not. So know. sometimes people like, oh, don't, 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 don't smoke weed or because it's legal. Isn't that on our days here? It's legal yeah. alcohol in the sixties, I guess, or I think that's crazy. Was too. illegal too, yeah. right? And alcohol will yeah. kill people. It'll like lead to yeah. drunk driving. It'll lead to a lot of like long term uh -huh. issues, smoking too. Uh -huh but they willingly sell it to just about anybody. I'm yeah. not sure why, maybe because they know they can make money off uh -huh. it. It's yeah. just, it seems very evil if you ask me. It is, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Sorry, it's hard to judge, it's hard to say. <laughs> right? So in regards to like, just like your routine, I wanted to ask because you're a coach, you're a professional athlete, um, what's your diet like or what's your self-care routine like? Because I, you can tell like you take care of yourself, you work out mm -hmm. um, often and things of the sort. What's your routine like? Like, how often do you work out? How often do you do jujitsu? Uh, it's been kind of hard. Like, uh, I used to have like a schedule where I was kind of more focused and all. On nowadays, after the pandemic and the changes in life, mm -hmm. uh, I don't have a very solid schedule aiming for a competition. Uh, however, uh, I want to say I think I, I lift about twice a week and just something quick uh and i try to train i want to say like five times a week that's a lot and that's that's intense because i think about like training five times a week and lifting twice a week that's already seven workouts yeah. so what is your um, routine like say for instance you were preparing for competition then i would be working out i mean i would be just pushing harder you know training harder and working out harder like just Pretty much that. That'll be the difference. But yeah, it's, they're kind of similar. The schedule is about the same. Okay. It's just the intensity. I want to see that next time. I, yeah. I can't wait to see it. It sounds so like exciting, you know? <laughs> it, it's it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> All right. So let's see. So um, taking a look over the past year, um, what was like your happiest moment, or some of the, or a moment that you would relive if you had the chance to? 
the past year? Uh, the birth of my daughter. I, I never got a chance to ask. Um, mm -hmm. Would it be okay if you disclose yeah. the name? What's your daughter's name? Zoe. Zoe is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always um, DM Lucas because I see photos of his daughter and it's honestly the cute. It's so cute because the way that you like talk to your daughter, the way that you like take care of her, yeah. is very tender in nature. Um, Thank you. Yeah. She's 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 adorable. Yeah. She's learning quick. She's growing up fast. Mm -hmm. She's calling me daddy now. She kind of oh. I feel that now she kind of knows me. Mm -hmm. You know. It, yeah. It's a it's an amazing connection. It's hard to explain. It sounds like it. You know, it's, it's just something amazing. that you feel and like this this other being feels because you now have another human person that looks up to you. It is. And that will listen to you when necessary. That will ask you for advice mm -hmm. um, when she's not feeling too happy or she may need some help. Mm -hmm. And I was actually going to ask you that next. Like, what is it like um, to reach that part or point in your life where you have another person that depends on you? Like, would you be able to talk about that? Yeah, it's fun and scary at the same time. Because, like you said, I mean, it's for life. So, yeah, it's a big commitment. And, yeah, I just want to make sure I can help her as much as possible, you know, like, uh, uh, in all different ways, you know physically, emotionally, financially. Uh, so that's put... That sounds like love. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's scary sometimes, but uh, but I do enjoy it, you know. Uh, if I find myself like asking if I'm gonna be a good dad and all in the future, and like after like seeing a picture of her, like changes and like, okay, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't, I can make it happen and this and that. Uh, also, it's like you're driving, it helps you with your drive, your motivation sure. to get things done. For sure, yeah. yeah. 100%. That sounds special. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the day that happens. Well, one thing that I, that I kind of learned, because mm -hmm. uh, I mean, as much as when they're growing up, she's like one and a half, one and a half right now. Mm -hmm. So as much as you, you, you feel some love and you feel your love, even though, you, I mean, I can't describe it, my, my, my level of love. Mm -hmm. I think now that I have her like calling me and like being after me and like chasing me and oh calling me daddy, <laughs> uh -huh. now I feel her love for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's different. That's now. different. Yeah. She was a baby. You had to take care of her in every way, but now she's helping you too. Yeah. Now I feel her love, and it's 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 another love. It's uh, amazing. I can't wait to Very hopefully special. see you two interact with them. <laughs> you see my smile right now? Like, I love kids. <laughs> like, if I were to have a child first, I would actually hope for a daughter. Yeah. Uh, mainly because of a show I watched. Yeah. And, you know, like, I have a niece, I have a nephew, and I helped raise them myself, but uh -huh. it's not the same. Yeah. You know, like, to have that child that you're solely responsible for. Mm -hmm. It's a different level of, I guess you could say, life that I get to experience. Mm -hmm. So just hearing your, your experiences, it's so heartwarming because mm -hmm. it's like I'm there experiencing it with you now. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> All right. Um, so just to make sure that we take care of everything, did you happen to have any um, thing that you wanted to ask or thing that you wanted to talk about personally? No, no, I don't think so. I think we got a cover though. Fantastic. Um, I hope you had a wonderful experience for your, uh, is it your first podcast? It is, I believe so, yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice, the first. <laughs> cool. I hope you had a great experience. Um, I would love to have you back on in the future. We can talk about different things and like where we've gone in the past few years, depending on when we talk. But it was honestly an honor having you here. No, my pleasure, my pleasure. So my pleasure. And for the ones listening, if you guys ever want to 
train jiu-jitsu, try jiu-jitsu, let us know. Logic BJJ. Logic BJJ. I'll be here as well. Try to coach name. you as well. Try to help you make sure you feel comfortable. Yeah, 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 I'm sure you're gonna have a, you're gonna have fun. That's for sure. Definitely. I mean, I have fun here with you. You, you. Oh, thank you so much for what you do for us. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate it. Yeah. So we're gonna be uh, ending the episode now. It was a pleasure having you. Um, until next time, everybody. Until next time. Until sure. next time. <laughs> Take care. Have awesome. a good one. Thank you. Bye bye.